Hey, what's going on? My name's Coach Lee Hopkins. My pronouns are he, him, his, and you're listening to the Patterns of Possibility podcast. This is a podcast dedicated to helping you replace harmful patterns with new possibilities. In each episode, we'll explore topics that inspire you to be yourself, live your truth, and make lasting friendships. In this episode, we're going to explore what it means to be socially awkward. Are you ready? Let's go. If you're new here, I'm a transgendered man, which means that I was born female and I transitioned to male. So this happened when I was in my early 30s, my transition. And with this transition came a whole new lifestyle for me, came different experiences that I didn't have before, came social norms that were expected to be followed while presenting as a black man. So there were a whole lifetime of experiences that I did not have. I grew up being socialized as a black female. And there are traditions, there are attitudes among cis men that do not exist between cis men and cis women. So this was interesting to me, some experiences that I never understood until I actually had them myself. So just one experience where I went to a black barber shop. So the story goes, there was one instance where I walked into this black barber shop to get my hair cut and everyone stared at me. They gave me the worst stare. And I thought, I couldn't really figure out exactly what the problem is right away. So I took a seat because I'd been here before. So I took a seat. And I thought maybe they mistaken me for something else, or maybe there was something that I didn't know, but I'd figure it out because I'd be able to pick up on the social cues. So I'm still new at this trans man thing, but I want to get my hair cut, and that's all I'm there for. Keep in mind, a couple of details. This was my third time visiting the barbershop. The first time I had visited this barbershop, I got a haircut that I didn't quite like. I didn't quite like the style, I didn't like how it was done, but I was also new to the area and I didn't quite know where else to get my hair cut. So I thought, well, I know what I like. So this one first time, it's okay for me not to be okay with it. Like I will go home and in a couple of weeks I'll return and I'll tell them exactly how I want my hair cut so they can cut it this way and cut it that way. But the second time I showed up, that person who cut my hair initially was not there. Hooray. Some other guy was going to cut my hair and he did a phenomenal job. I'm telling you, it was amazing. I loved it. So this is where we are in our story. I came back for a third time and I saw both barbers there and I sat where I could get my hair cut by the guy that I liked, not by the guy that I initially got my hair done. And this is what I didn't know was the faux pas. This is what I didn't know was a crime. There's an unwritten rule that apparently every black male knows that once you get your hair cut by anyone in the barbershop, that person 
as long as you live and breathe and are willing to get a haircut at that establishment, you must, you absolutely must sit in that chair and get your haircut by them, even if you don't like it. Among all the stares and the dirty looks and the confusion that I was facing, I think that I was supposed to know this. <laughs> I started to realize that, oh, that's the thing. That's why everybody's upset. But no one has ever told me this before. So let me back up. I was also a lesbian at some point in time where I cut my hair pretty short. So I had been into black barbershops before as a cis female. Sometimes the cis men would be like, why do you want to cut all your hair off? And I'm just like, just give me a fade, okay? And some men were like, not, didn't care at all. They were just like, they would just do their job and they'd give me a fade or they'd ask about my style or whatever. They'd carry on conversation just like a, a regular person. But that experience, as awkward as sometimes that may have been, it was nothing compared to the experience that I had when I transitioned from female to male and walked into the black barbershop. In the black barbershop, there was a whole new set of expectations for me. There's a whole new world that opened up. But I was just learning. I didn't know. I was socially awkward in this experience. Everyone around had a social norm to adhere to, and I did not adhere to that norm. That's what I think of when I think of social awkwardness. Social awkwardness is when you don't do the socially, quote, acceptable thing, the thing that everyone around you is doing. Eventually, you are going to be awkward. That's what I discovered. Eventually, you're going to step into a space in which you do something that no one else in the space is doing. You are going to stand out. The thing is, when you step out into a space like that, when you become socially awkward and visible to everyone like that, I think that you can learn from that experience. I learned in my moments that I don't care if everyone wants me to sit in that same chair to get my hair cut. I'm paying good money for this. I want the thing that I want, and I deserve to get the thing that I want. So although I'm breaking social norms, I'm not going to go back to the place and break social norms again. If that's what everybody wants there in that space, then that's what they will get. But I will not be in that space because it just wasn't for me. I've had many more experiences like that from transitioning to male to female. One that I can think of right away is that I used to look at little kids and smile at them and think, oh, they're so cute and, and things like that as a female. But you can't do that as a guy. It's creepy. Socially awkward, right? My point is that there are many experiences that you are bound to have, even if you don't transition. There are many spaces that you're going to step into and you'll have to learn the cultural norm. You have to learn what everyone else is doing. And it's okay. Don't fault yourself because you don't know. Don't shrink away because you don't know. I left that situation because I knew that I didn't want to be in that situation. Be empowered to realize that you will be socially awkward at one point in time, many points in time in your life, but it's an opportunity for you to learn, grow, and discover yourself. 
all we're really looking for in friendships and relationships and connections and community is the understanding that we are similar in some way. And when you demonstrate a cultural or social norm, you make an instant connection. That's why feeling socially awkward is so painful because it points you out as an outcast, rejected, alone, and no one wants that. But for every time that happens, it's an opportunity for you to learn about yourself. It's an opportunity to see where your tribe is, where your community is, where your connection is. Don't ignore it. Don't change for it. I'll be right back with the Answer Reddit friendship advice question. This question is celebrating birthday with friends. They begin, Alrighty, so I am a 29-year-old female. I turn 30 along with two good friends next month. And we both want to do something big and exciting and fun for our birthdays. Yet, they don't get along. So it's one event with each of them. My dilemma is, I don't care about celebrating my birthday and I don't want to spend the money, especially since it's two different events. I don't want them to feel like I don't care and I'm not sure how to approach the fact that I'm up for doing something small for, your, for their birthday, but I really don't want to spend that much. Any advice is greatly appreciated. I picked this one for socially awkward because this is a socially awkward situation. They just come in many kinds of formats. You know, a lot of people expect the big 3-0 to be where you go all out or any of those O birthdays where you expect to go all out and spend a lot of money and time and do something extravagant because it's a milestone birthday. And again, this is you going against the social norm, right? This is you trying to do something that feels right to you and it benefits you so that you can feel comfortable in your space. So you're not awkward to yourself, essentially, but someone's going to feel this awkwardness if you tell your friends that you don't want to spend a whole lot of money here and you don't want to spend a whole lot of money there. And you know that celebrating with all three of you together is not an option. For the advice, I would suggest that you tell them exactly what you wrote here. And I know that's not easy, but you do bring up a very good argument. You want to stay friends with both of them. You want to celebrate with both of them. But in this economy and this time, and it even doesn't even have to be about the economy or the time. It is just about how you feel about spending your money. You have a right to say, I want to save my money and not spend anything at all. So I recommend that you release the idea that you have control over who is going to feel awkward. Someone is. Someone is going to feel awkward in this situation. Either you stay quiet and you feel awkward because you spent all this money, you're in a place that you don't want to be, or you can speak up and it's still going to be awkward. It's still going to be awkward because now you have to give them some information or some news that may make them feel uncomfortable. But you don't have to be in charge or you, you are not in charge of how they might feel about it. The best thing to do for your friendship is to tell the truth about how you feel. And I think you laid it out very well, really easily here. 
you can give them some options but at the end of the day the very end of the day you want to make sure that you express your truth and how you feel about celebrating two birthdays it's not your fault that their friends don't get along it's not your fault that their friends are the way they are right you care for them both and you can do something small with them both so i recommend that you just say that if they are your close friends if they are considerate of you they are going to get over their awkwardness and they are going to be okay they will be grateful i know i would be grateful if my friend told me how they felt because I wouldn't want to put them in a situation in which I could be more helpful. I could alleviate some stress for them, but I didn't know I was stressing them out. So if you give me the opportunity to relieve some stress and say, oh, hey, uh, no big deal. We don't have to do anything big. I want to celebrate with you. Let's just um, hang out and watch a movie or let's go for a walk or let's make dinner together or something like that. Something small with just you two. And then if they wanted to do a big 3-0 by themselves somewhere else, then that's fantastic. That's fine. But just keep in mind that you want to share your truth with them so that you can create the friendship you want. The awkwardness that you're going to have, it's going to be there. It's just whenever you release it, it'll go away. Whenever you start talking about it, it'll go away and you'll figure out what's comfortable for both of you or all three of you rather. So I know that you didn't ask me to answer this question, but I did, and I hope that it helps you sincerely. Take care. My name is Coach Lee Hopkins, and you have been listening to the Patterns of Possibility podcast. You can find me at PatternsofPossibility.com and on all social media at Patterns of Possibility. And as always, I want to encourage you to be yourself, live your truth, and there you'll make lasting friendships.